0: All right, I'm back with Book of Experts TV. And the reason why we have a second episode today is we're talking about change. We're talking about being part of that change maker nation, like making change happen, being that change agent of change out there that a lot of you are already doing with your organizations. How do you do it? How do you do it more effectively for your organizations or for you yourself individually? That's the topic of today and what we're gonna be discussing with our guests in just a few moments.
1: Time for Book of Experts TV.
0: Topics you love.
1: Experts you trust.
0: Friction-free referrals. Tried. Tested. Trusted. This is Book of Experts, brought to you by SalesMath.me. Lauren Beller, welcome to Book of Experts TV. I'm super excited to have you on and talk about Changemaker Nation.
1: Thank you, Tobin. It's a pleasure to be here today.
0: Yeah. it's uh, So, you know, I'm going to start off in an odd place for the conversation today because I had a chance to have an experience with you, Lauren, that I really appreciated. You and I connected through a networking event and you invited me to come in and do an experience with you. I I won't give away all the details, I'll let you share that in a moment, but I have to tell you that, and for folks out there in our audience, whether you're with us live, say hello if you are, you can chime in, tell us if you're new to Book of Experts TV. If you're catching the replay, love to converse with you as well on whatever channel you're catching us on. Uh, But I'll be honest with you guys, a lot of times when people invite me to, hey, let's get together and do this thing. I'm kind of a little bit guarded. I'm a little bit skeptical because there's a lot of people out there that are pushing their think. And I'm like, I don't have time for all those have to be a little bit selective. I'm so glad I took the time with you, Lauren. It was an awesome experience. You're doing something unique that I haven't seen from others. And I'm I'm kind of excited to talk about it today.
1: Thank you. I so appreciated our conversation, and I'm actually excited to hear you talk about it firsthand of the impact that it had on you.
0: Well, the, the first thing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the punchline right up front because I'll I'll show something. I don't know if you guys probably can't read it. This is part of the experience. Uh, in it in the words on this little bracelet for me say, uh, "Gameful." Those are words that I chose, uh, guided by Lauren through this experience. But one of the things that I really uh, got from this whole thing that I've seen the, these sort of life planning goals, uh, lifestyle design wheels before, uh, but you're doing something really unique with it in which is tapping into the intention side. So I would love to hear, before we go into the specifics of what you do and why, I'd love to hear how, how did this all, like, where did this come from Lauren?
1: It's such a good question. Almost 20 years ago, Um, amazingly enough, 20 years ago, I was hosting a very small women's retreat. There was 12 people and I was designing it. And I was sort of, as a coach, noticing that goals were great and everybody was focused on goals. But what was more important to me was how people were going about their goals. In other words, I love the analogy of, you know, we can make a dinner together and we can do it with joy and love and fun, or we can do it angry, frustrated, etc. and how we go about something anything makes a huge difference. And when I start to help people see that we don't attract what we want, we attract what we are, which is a Wayne Dyer quote, that changes everything. It raises awareness, it builds our ability to be more conscious about who we are being in the world. So that's the core of the work I do and I What was fascinating to me, almost 20 years ago, when I sort of put together this tool, I've been using it literally every year for 20 years. And what I found is that those 12 people, six people still use it today. And that spoke to me, I realized a couple years ago that this is actually more powerful than I'm giving it credit for. And I then started to take it to a whole nother level in my business and started using it as a core tool with everything that
0: I do. I I love that. And it it was there's a whole bunch of things to unpack here. So first of all, one of the things that I heard you say, which I think is really important for us to underline is how you show up. How you do anything is how you do everything so how you're showing up in one aspect of your life. And so that's kind of a reminder, I think to for myself and for all of us to slow down, do it right. Like there's no sense to rush through this to get to the next thing. Because again, how you do everything is how, how you're gonna show up in your life and really make that impact. So I thought that was a great reminder. So, so you've been doing this process for twenty over 20 years now, it sounds like, has the process changed in that time or did you sort of refine the model?
1: Yes, it has changed because what I noticed, it's I've refined it. It's not the core, 90 for, 95% of it is exactly the same. But one of the core things that I noticed over the years was the better we took care of ourselves, the more impact we can have in the world. And so self-care became really important. How we take care of ourselves matters because it's not about being selfish. It's about, I'm gonna take care of myself so I can be who I wanna be for you, for the world, for the impact that I wanna have at home, the impact that I wanna have in the world. And to help people design a plan within this one-page document um, becomes a very valuable guide for people over the course of time and, it, and it's not the same it changes that's what makes it so valuable you don't focus on it forever you focus on it for one period of time i think for you it was like mid-year so we focused on it for the rest of the six months but then it would be time to freshen up you know at the end of the year for the next calendar year which makes this a really valuable tool again it's not about the goals they're there they matter but much more importantly is who am i becoming now what do i want to be now because we evolve and the more thoughtful and conscious we become, the more we see different things. That's the other thing: is that the more we are thoughtful about who we're being, the goals actually change.
0: How how often are you doing these wheels, Lauren? And what triggers it? Is it by the season? Like you, I, I know there was a time element with the work that you and I did together. We sort of picked a you know a range of time coming forward. But what what sort of triggers these? these planning sessions that you do for yourself or that you're doing with clients?
1: Usually the end of the year always triggers it. But I also like to do mini sessions. I host mini sessions all the time within each section of that wheel. So that wheel, rep- you, uh, you and I discussed our personal wheel. We also have a business wheel for teams. We have a classroom wheel for teachers and kids, which is awesome for virtual. Um, we have a family wheel. So it's whoever I'm working with, there's a, usually a focus. The place I usually start is personal. But so within that personal, I like to break it up. Like, let's get really thoughtful and intentional about business. Let's get really thoughtful and intentional about health. Let's get really thoughtful and intentional about our significant other or our kids. And when we start to think like that, we can dive in a little bit deeper. So I can do little slices publicly with lots of people or with one person. It really helps to have a one-on-one session so they get a sense of their own personal wheel and the value of that.
0: So I want to dig into what actually happened in the experience because I want to make sure we have enough time to talk about Changemaker Nation and <coughs> excuse me, what you're doing with other other agents of change. Uh, But my experience, so I'm going to just share with folks for a moment that I've seen some of the other, I'm just going to call them wheel diagrams that people do. So uh, I I always kind of chuckle to myself because quite often my wheel looks like it's flat, like it's a little flat, like not developed on one side, which is I'm pretty, you know, I have my family and I have work, my business. And I'm pretty much that's all I do. Like, I'm not really well rounded in all my hobbies and things like that, at least not as as much as I was in other years, I'm really focused on a couple things that matter a lot to me. So I always get this sort of flattened wheel experience when I've done those before. One thing that I felt was really different from the experience with you, the prompts you were using Lauren, the questions Mm -hmm. and also the shift from let's not talk about goals, but let's talk about intentions and, and stepping into that. So what does this feel like? When this thing that you've identified that matters to you comes into fruition? And and where did that come from? Like, where did that originally come from for you? Is that part of the 20 year journey as well?
1: It is. And one of my Teacher, trainers, gurus that I've watched and read and listened to all these years was Wayne Dyer. He passed away a number about five years ago. And what I learned from him was that again, we don't attract who we what we want, we attract how we are. So that's intention, right? That's um that's how we are. So then I realized that you know, law of attraction is our thoughts matter, our feelings matter. And Wayne Dyer made it really clear that our feelings are really intentions. When you push somebody and say, "Why do you want to do that?" and you really push, underneath all of that is always a feeling. So that's helped me that helped me realize that that's how we become we become clear on what our intention is. It's about a feeling. It's not about an action. And a lot of times, and even if you look up intention in the dictionary, it's about the intent to act in a certain way. The word act is in the definition. So how are we behaving became really important to me. So when I was helping people think about how they wanted to behave in their intentions, it was, they want to go about things in a certain way. It makes a big difference.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, my experience with you was a com- because for a lot of entrepreneurs, like entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is one of the best personal development programs you could ever join because it, it forces you to grow in so many different ways. So I've done a ton of reading, like a lot of you. I've read the books. I've done the a lot of introspective personal work. It's a little bit different when you have, and this is what you did with me, Lauren, is press me a little bit in some areas of, digging deeper into why i was answering the way that i was answering it which forced me to look at it from a little bit different perspective and how do you how do you shift that self-identity so you're you're stating the intention you're writing the intention as part of this experience how do you start to make that shift from from an identity how you show up
1: well it depends on when in your situation, I don't have your wheel in front of me. I really listen for what people are wanting to accomplish in their life. And then I ask them questions around how do you want to, you know, if you were to accomplish it one way, would that satisfy you? And if you were want to, going to accomplish it a different way, and I try to have it be drastic so that they can see that how they're going about it matters, um, but also have them see that that value of, who they're choosing to be can transition to different aspects of their life so that if we're being a certain way at work when going home and being another way sorry about my dog in the background um if we're this, going, this is
0: the virtual world that we live in these days world. right like yeah. we have kids we have kids that come in and out and dogs that yeah. say hello and- <laughs>
1: it looks like i'm getting a water delivery at the exact time they're having this whatever <laughs> the best we can um, anyway I help. I try to help people see that who they're being in one aspect of their life actually affects who they're being in all aspects of their life. But they don't. We tend to compartmentalize that. In other words, we go to work, we be our best selves, oftentimes, not always, and then we go home and sort of we fall short, or we're tired, or we're um, short, we're we're not so patient. And if we can help people see that, am I having the impact at, at home now? in the same way that I want to have impact at work, they oftentimes have different, there's a different set of eyes that are now paying attention to how they're behaving. Does that make sense?
0: It totally does and resonates with me because I think that was sort of one of my insightful moments from the experience with you was that I have been pushing so much on the work side to accomplish these bigger goals that I, and intentions that I've set for myself that I wasn't giving the the attention to how I was showing up in other areas. Now, you know, I already I already sort of called myself out and said, Look, I'm not a really well rounded guy. I've got, you know, family, and I've got work. So it's not like I was not paying attention at home, but I wasn't fully haven't always fully shown up or been there, you know, the phone's too close. Uh, For me, the result of that was a little bit more of looking in the eyes of you know my seven-year-old daughter and like really being more present in the moment and paying more attention to those opportunities to be present in those moments as an example of i guess a more well-rounded wheel maybe
1: <laughs> when you're speaking to something that we all do as entrepreneurs we get so focused on doing right And we think that it's so critically important to be productive, like our value tends to be really high when it comes to productivity. That's not bad. And it's not wrong. But when we can start to become more conscious about who we're showing up as as we're being wildly productive, is that it just raises awareness on who we want to be. So I was so appreciative of your ability and desire to see it so quickly. And it's like I heard it in your awareness in the in the time that we were able to have the conversation. So when you do that uniquely, like you're going to see if you do this again, at the end of the year, it actually will keep evolving because who we're being today helps us be somebody new next year. And that's been really beautiful for me to watch is how people evolve through this process, which is why it's so sticky, why people want to continue to use it year after year after year. Like I also have my bracelet on and I wear it every day. Um, I I consciously put it on every day. Uh, I didn't wear it yesterday. And I was like, I'm going to let it go today. I had a different agenda than I normally do. And I was like, I'm just going to see what, which is interesting. Mine is dance with, um, but I consciously put it on each day and I consciously take it off each night. But what I've noticed over the years is people, people's annual intentions, their main focused intention, we have nine, right? You ended up with nine intentions like most people do when they work with this process. Um, they evolve in a way that I can't predict. I almost could predict, but I don't really know. It's fascinating and beautiful. It's almost like this unique flower that's opening because each person is going to build on what they just worked on. So when you work for a whole year on being gameful, like what does that take you to in your own personal unique journey? When I work on dancing with things and being more flexible um, with everything that shows up, you know, the water truck being delivered during this conversation, you know, just dance with it, go with it. It's wonderful to practice it. And where it takes me is my journey.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, and I think that the, hopefully I'm not, you know, giving away the sort of secrets or because it was a, a surprise aspect of the the work that you and i did together but having the bracelet so the 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 word or phrase that i chose was gameful uh originally when we did the session i was thinking play playful and then into used gameful for a slightly different reason i wanted to capture that aspect of making life a game like thinking of what we're doing as a game and like people just naturally get absorbed in in uh the flow of video games and wanting to bring that aspect, more of that aspect of myself into what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. So it's a really nice anchoring technique. I think you're right of being able to look down, see that reminder and being um, intentional about putting it on, taking it off and saying, okay, what, what am I actually trying to do here?
1: Yeah. You're pointing to something that's really important in our in coaching work. Generally, it's nice to have a structure. Um, but the other thing that you're pointing to that I think is critical is the ability to be extremely creative in this process. It is a very creative process, but it's very custom to you. So your word is not going to necessarily resonate with somebody else's word. Um, my word might not resonate with somebody else's. So it's really important that we find the right Phrase for each person, and that is such. It's an art, and is I've gotten better better at it over the years, um, because it's not okay for everybody's words to be the same. We're not we're not in the same place, so the words need to meet us where we are. Right.
0: And do uh, just out of curiosity, do folks tend to do that with each? Do they ch- change their words with each planning cycle? Is that how you normally it think of? So this?
1: Fascinating that you asked that question. Um, I've been doing this. For at least 20 years um, because I started playing with this prior to using it with my my group of people. And I've had a word every year. I've had a wheel every year since literally every single year. And what I find for me is all the years except for one, I had a different word. But the one year that it didn't feel complete, it really didn't feel complete to me. And I just used my intuition and did some coaching around it. And gain clarity for myself, and I cannot tell you how impactful that next year was to sort of complete that process. So you know, I always say the calendar is the calendar, but when we are done with something, it t- it's in its own time. I've had people change it mid-year and update things mid-year. Um, I've also had people keep the word for another year and practice it, but it's truly about being conscious and practicing it. Like it's so critical to like riding a bike. It's about practicing it. And the more we practice it, the more we decide when we're done. Right. So the more we practice it, the more quickly it'll be over and be complete and take us to another journey, another fork in the road where we get to decide where to from here.
0: Yeah. This feels uh, organic because I think sometimes when we talk about goal setting, uh we get caught up in the sort of ego perspective of timelines 90 days what's going to happen it's hard and fast and you know we we have an expectation and when those expectations are met then it creates some sometimes negative feelings around that so this felt the you know the the idea of doing it from an intentional perspective or an identity or how we're showing up felt like a more an easier way to play with this without without setting up those hard defined rules of the game that might get broken and be disappointing.
1: I could almost be radical and say, let's throw goals away. I mean, I've been setting goals with clients for 20 years, but I could, om- and I'm all about setting goals, but I literally have come to the, after this many years, I've come to the thought that goals don't matter because what happens is, is when we're really clear about intentions, goals drastically change.
0: Yeah, so that's, that, in, that's interesting. I think that there's a tie for me between goals and what we So right now, we're seeing a lot of research come out about and I work in the social media space. Yeah. But there are a lot of negative aspects that are coming out of social media because of the tendency of human psychology to compare. So we, we see people who we think are living their best life on Instagram or Facebook, for example, and we right. compare ourselves when it's probably only you know, they're only showing a slice of what's actually happening, but our point of reference makes us kind of feel bad sometimes about ourselves or, you know, I'm not living this glamorous life that they seem to be living. And I think there's some aspect of that with goal setting as well that I see where, you know, again, it comes from an ego state uh, and you're, this, this felt like a, like a bigger, more holistic picture when, I, when we did the experience together.
1: I don't normally lead with this thought, but to me, it becomes a more spiritual journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the goals are great because they actually they take you on the journey but when we start to let go of the um you know are they measurable can we what's the date we're going to complete it by and stop you stop doing that and look at okay well how am i going to show up and and keep my gentle vision on where i'm going so vision becomes really powerful in this process vision and intention together to me are ultra important because we need to have a gentle a gentle hold on where we're going
0: so lauren i want to take this to for for the folks that are sitting at home or the audience that's hearing this watching this wherever you're pulling in the this feed you know they're keeping score and they're saying all right we've missed a big question here which is the who and that's where i want to go next i want to talk about change maker nation who are you doing this with and specifically I want to talk, I think it's really interesting that you created a toolkit here that other change agents are using in their organizations. It's beyond just the the one-to-one, the individual um, aspect of your work as well.
1: It is because I realized that change makers are everywhere. Change makers are in the classroom. Change makers are 12 years old. Change makers are 80 years old. Change makers are individual entrepreneurs. Change makers are teachers. So when we start to look at the very you know everybody in the world is really big about a mindset it's about who who wants to have the impact in the world they want to have and gain consciousness so we are i work with entrepreneurs i work with groups and organizations like um not-for-profit groups people that have a mission but everybody has a mission when they start to get conscious that's the thing so it's I, we, if you go to changemakernation.com, you start to see the slice of the many different slices, and you need to fit yourself into the, the different components. It could be corporate, it could be a team. I work a lot with corporate teams. So that's always fascinating to me because when you start to ask a team about the impact they want to have based on who they are being as a team, it changes the conversation.
0: Yeah, for for folks out there that are following along in the comments, I just put ChangeMakerNation.com there so you can find that easily. Um, Lauren, as we start to wrap up here, how do people find you, connect with you? How can they have their own experience and see where they fit in the ChangeMaker Nation?
1: ChangemakerNation.com is a great way to start the conversation. Um, LaurenBeller.com is another place. But also we have a brand new free community. So community.changemakerNation.com is another place to reach out and just start the conversation with us. It's brand, literally brand new. I think we might have a dozen people in there. So it's brandy, brandy, brandy new. I'm hardly in promoting that just to get some get the conversation started um and anywhere on social media you can find me if you google and it's a great reach out i love this is like my passion this is what i've been doing for years and years and having conscious conversation with people is what i love to do so i'm easy to find
0: well i I, you you're talking my world when you get into the uh, conversational side of things and i'll let folks know that that's how lauren and i connected we actually attended the same networking event. And we had a chance to connect and get to know one another. And many good things have have, uh, grown out of that first experience, including introductions to people on both sides. So very much encourage you to take the time, pay attention to the people that are, that are saying and speaking, you know, when it, when the message resonates with you, there's a reason why. So, uh, follow that, follow, follow the, the message or the signal there. And, uh, because there's something in it for you. And I very much appreciate you not only taking the time to give me the original experience and the bracelet, uh, but also taking time to share more about it with us today.
1: All oh, my pl- pleasure, Tobin. It's so, so fun for me to watch you take it in and take it in a way that has huge impact in your life. I mean, that's why I do what I do. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: All right, thanks everyone. This is Book of Experts TV.